March 1, 2021. It's a Waffle Pete Rose Show.
Pedro Show. Happy Monday. Happy 1st of March. Feb is done. So we're on our way to spring vaccination land. Uh, started the show off with John Coltrane doing mating call. And then Holly Reeve with Capitalism Is. Brother Matt in the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point. Because still quite in quarantino mode. But I'm not totally man alone because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. Both from the Netherlands and from France. I got Andy Kerr, Holly Reeve. Welcome aboard, Hello. gentlemen. Hi. Hey, yo. Yeah, big honor. Big honor. Now, uh, Holly's been on the show before. So, Andy, I want to get into your music journey. Which, please bring us your earliest musical recollection, please. Uh, I probably listened to uh, movie music when I was a little kid uh, that my parents would uh, bring home records of uh, no, The Sound of Music. Uh, that sort of thing uh, when I was little, little. And I used to have a record player that my uh, I used to watch the uh, the turntable turn around and around and around and just sort of move my head in a hypnotic fashion. And my parents were kind of concerned that I was always staring, listening to music and staring at the turntable going around. But then I had a uh, big brother who was uh, four years older than I was. And suddenly he got uh, records in like the Stones and the Beatles and... Uh, Credence. And just to make a long story short, Mike, um, I learned how to play the guitar because my brother played me Credence Clarado Revival albums um, from beginning to end, all of the records, and he bought a uh, guitar songbook, which had all these easy chords in it. And so I stole my sister's acoustic guitar, which she didn't use, and I learned all the chords to all the Credence songs. So um, you may appreciate this, um, but that's how I taught myself how to play guitar. Now, this was uh, True North on the left side, right? Yep. And for Victoria, listeners DC. out there, we're talking by Vancouver, okay? And not the Victoria. Vancouver. Yep. I said bye, Andy. Listen <laughs> <laughs> careful, please. And uh, uh, plus, I got to enlighten the listeners to the fact when you're on the I-5 heading towards True, True North, there's, you're going to find a Vancouver between fucking state of Oregon and Washington. Oh, I yeah. don't know why they did that, but there's actually two Vancouver's, and they're both on the yeah, fucking... They are indeed. They're different borders, though, because one's by Blaine, yeah, and one's by Portland. And not Portland, Maine. And not Portland, Maine. Yeah, you could, Martians would get confused, people. <laughs> okay, now, you're talking Creedence, you're talking guitar. Yeah. yeah. There's two Fogarty brothers in that band that play guitar. Are you more of a Tom or John? Well, um... You know, uh, I probably think of myself more as a rhythm guitar player, but then again, so I kind of think that Tom kind of got a bit of a short shift, uh, uh, shrift from the from the the press because I think he actually did contribute a lot. But that said, I really dug the way that John Fogarty wrote and he sang, and how he played lead guitar, absolutely great. So, but I, I love them all. So, yeah, big influence on D Boone, John Fogarty. Uh, but Tom Fogarty's the older brother. And the younger yep. brother actually takes over the band. The older brother only writes one song. You're talking yeah. about those six records, right? Your brother played. Yep. Fuck yes. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras piece of shit. I mean, sweet hitchhiker's good. <laughs> you're in the wide boat. And you want to hear Creedence, you're getting all six records. And they're going to be in order, okay? Now, yeah. now, the one song Tom brought to the band 
It's on the first album. And, oh, and, wow. And another, uh, here's another hint. It's on the first Richard Hell Nevoidoid record. Oh, Walk on the Water. Yeah. No shit. I, I wouldn't a, shit Tom, you, Andy. I would song? not shit you. And, and, uh, and in fact, talking to Dick Hell about that song, he said it was Bob Quine's idea. Ah. Okay. I miss Bob Quine. Incredible, right? And Tom's gone, too. And if you want to hear a fucking whoop-ass one-chord rhythm guitar, keep on fucking chugling. Oh, yeah. You, know, you want to ride that big E7 out of town and down to fucking Netherlands and France. Okay, okay. So, uh, first record you bought with your own money? Yellow Submarine from the Beatles in a thrift store. Not thrift store, a, uh, a pawn shop. Now, you know... The movie had none of their real voices. Yeah, I know. I, okay, I okay. found it later. I want to clear that shit up. I want to clear that shit. Okay, and uh, first gig you went and saw, Andy? Uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah, bitching. And uh, at school, were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? I was in the school band. And what'd you I work? I played drums. Drums? I played drums. Ah, so yeah. you're a drummer man, too. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> Did you ever played, make it to like the I was track never kit? Great. I was never great at it. I, I was better at um, uh, playing all the other shit, like the timbales and timpani and bells and shit like that, percussion. Okay, So okay. that was more my deal. But you know if you're a drummer, you can play any of the other instruments better. I'm, I'm not just talking timpani. I'm talking rhythm <laughs> guitar. I'm talking lead yeah. guitar. By the way, big influence on John Fogarty's guitar, Scotty Moore. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, it's weird about music. That's the way music works, right? Everybody's influencing mm -hmm. inf yeah, and all this kind of shit. Cascade fuck, right? Okay, yeah. so in high school, do you do the basement band, the, the bedroom band, the garage band thing with friends after school? Uh, not really. I, I, I was introduced to a guy who was the only other guy in our whole school of like 800 kids. And he said, uh, oh, this guy likes the Sex Pistols too. And he was a year younger than I was, and he had spiky hair, and he had a cheap trick jacket on. And I went, hi, hi. And uh, then a couple of weeks later, he said, yeah. So this guy walks up to my locker, and he says, so I was thinking about buying a bass. And I said, do it, and we'll, 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 we'll start a band. And he bought a bass. He bought a, a P bass, and um, we started a band. <laughs> and you don't know this guy. You just notice he's got a haircut and a jacket. Well, that, that, that's all you had. I mean, he, I knew he liked the Sex Pistols, and, he, and I knew he looked cool. He looked much cooler than I did. But, and, the, but you, know. you didn't know him personally? No. Okay, this no. is... No, Andy, what you're talking about is something that was important in those days. Like, because it was so unpopular of a movement. If you saw another motherfucker had balls to do that shit, yeah. you, would, you would hang out with him. Yeah, that's how we met the Black Flag guy. That's how Minutemen ended up being SSTO, too. Well, that's it's strange, because with the, we played our, like first or second show ever in town we were just playing mostly covers and it was the first gig really where people started appearing like we just we, we couldn't believe that people were actually showing up but they all came alone there was not like groups of people coming in to see this show of of our band in the little hall which must have been like 30 people but they all it's like they all walked in by themselves so they were just people who had somehow seen a poster or heard something somewhere and of course there's no internet then so they, I don't know where they heard it from, but they somehow managed to make it to this one little, you know, local Norwegian hall, of Norwegian community where we were playing and uh, show up. And uh, yeah, so it goes. Now, was there a DOA or a Day Glow abortions yet? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I missed the first DOA show in uh, Victoria. D- uh, Daigle abortions weren't around yet. They were a band called the Sick Fucks at that point. Um, but uh, DOA had played for sure. I, I didn't see them. Um, but they had been to town. And if, you have to remember that Victoria was, was, you know, it's on an island and lots of bands go there now. But in those days, uh, the only bands that you'd see in Victoria were every now and then some crappy rock band at the uh, arena, the big hockey arena, or uh, local cover bands. It was like, at least with, with our, and we played clubs, so we couldn't go see them. And all they did was play covers. My brother would tell me, oh, I saw this great Led Zeppelin cover band. Oh, I saw this great... Um, yeah, Nazareth cover band. You know, I'd be like, okay, were they good? Oh yeah, the lead guitar player was really good. He played really fast. He played just <laughs> like the record. Yeah, that's what you would say okay. in the old days. Just like the record. I remember that fucking thing. It was like anathema. And and yeah. I heard Rush started out as a fucking Led Zeppelin cover band. Even oh sure. Yeah. Now now yeah. didn't people take the fucking ferry from Vancouver to I mean the Big Island Victoria to Vancouver? Yes, and we made we had specific. Um, uh, sort of uh, pilgrimages, because that's where the best record stores were in Vancouver. So we would take as much money as we could. We'd take the bus. And if there was um, like a local gig, like I remember going to a Canada Day gig, because uh, the subhumans always did a Canada Day gig. And so I went with um, with the guy I was in the band with and a couple other friends. And uh, we went to what was then Quintessence Records in Vancouver. Quintessence, and, um, that word. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that was a real fucking word. We got uh, me and my second man get asked to cover a squeeze, uh, England band called Squeeze. Yeah, and we didn't know this was a real word. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? <laughs> and they just put it out it like th- like like Sounds eleven nice. years after we recorded. It just came out a few months ago. No, but I'm wondering about. Did you take the ferry for gigs only for record store runs? No, no, for both. Okay, for, for both. And we we try to combine them because we didn't have that much money. So yeah, we just absolutely. go and like we would go for the show. But the day before and the day uh, after, after after the show, we would go around and hit as many uh, independent shops sure. there as possible. That's and, smart. The future and, belongs and for, to for the English singles, which we uh, and things like, well, yeah, like I bought my first um, uh, like Black Flag. Uh, I think it was um, not Nervous Breakdown. Nervous was it? Breakdown. Uh, I, I, I heard it before. I bought there. Yeah, uh, I heard it before American Waste. Oh, six-pack single. That's it. Six-pack yeah, single. That's the only record. And, and Geza X produced it. And, and, oh. and by the way, I got to tell the listeners, this Subhumans wasn't the England one. This one no, was a Canadian one. one. And it Red had Man. the guy who ended up playing bass. I think we lost him a couple of years ago, playing bass yeah. for DOA. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Singer true. man, Wimpy, right? Yep. Ryan. Yeah. And one guy, the bass man, I think, went to jail for cutting a fence on a nuke plant. Oh, yeah. That's a whole yeah. other story. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. How, how do you get to Holland? Oh, no, we should Holland say in between. We, we're we should, sk- skipping over yeah, No we Means Snow. T- yeah, we should but, talk uh, about yeah, yeah. I sort of done with, with No Means Snow. I, I, I thought, I don't want to do this anymore, for to make a long story incredibly short. And uh, at the time, I was, uh, my girlfriend at the time was the woman who booked all of our tours here. And um, I said, well, you know, I'd like to come here. She goes, well, I'd love to move to Canada. I said, yeah, but I'd really love to move to Amsterdam. So we said, okay, look, how about if you come to Amsterdam, we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't work out, I'll come to Canada. But it did work out. (coughs) Okay, so it was over a woman. Well, yeah, it was, but I also wanted to go to a big city. I had uh, uh, seen lots of cities um, when I was touring around. You've seen 
way more than I have. But um, and there's, there was a couple cities. One was Montreal. I thought it was a fantastic city. And Amsterdam was another city. I thought, oh, wow, this is this, it's different here. And 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 uh, yeah, there's also a scene here, but it's, you know, it's the X are from here and the. Uh, there's all these great bands and there's a, there's a squat scene and, and it's just, it's different. And I wanted something different in my life and I needed something different in my life. I didn't want to just continue living in Victoria, Vancouver, playing the same music okay. all my life. So that's why I went. That makes sense. And and I got to tell the people too, uh, he went from sound man to guitar man in that band. Yeah, yeah. it's true. So learning by doing, brother Andy. I want. I want. <laughs> we're going to get to you next, brother Howie. Well, yep, but I want to play uh, pellet. Let's 
sliding down the screen And I'm forgiven A sparkler A continuum to say your name Say your name Say your name to your face Judgment days Rocking at the beach Rocking at the beach Wonder where the light in the place Makes my heart Jump at the side of your face I was dreaming of heaven when I saw you 
We came to the beach, and it all came true. Walk to the beach. Walk to the beach with a storm-strewn moon. Walk until the end of the sand, or maybe the end of June. Silver surfing in the midnight haze A moonlight crawl in the judgment days I was dreaming of heaven when I saw you We came to the beach and it all came true Wonder why the light is the place what makes my heart jump at the sight of your face? Let's do a swim, baby. You lie down here in the phone, and I'll swim over you. Swimming in the phone. I'm swimming on you. You can swim on me. Now, this is what I call a vacation. I was dreaming of heaven when I saw you. We came to the beach and it all came true. Let's do the swim.
but for him it was all too much. So he screwed up all he could. He found another and another and several more as she was later to discover. I am sorry. What could she do in the face of these facts? Turn the other cheek, but choose to act. She opted for the latter, and she found someone as well. Like it did not matter, then she put herself through hell. I am sorry.
Thank you. 
Watt from Pedro Show. Harry Reeve with Pellet. You know, it's supposed to be Harry Reeve and Andy Kerr, but Howie enlightened me to the fact that Andy deferred on having his name part of this. So, okay. But well, I'm, I'm, yeah, let, I'm I mean, letting it's... people know. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we had uh, Dick Hale. Richard Hale with uh, Destiny Street found the master tapes to his second album, remixed them, and sent them to me. He's beautiful. And Don't Die. Uh, Barry Burkle Band, after that, uh, I think part five of his big symphony, this part is called Corp Puzzle. Harive, after that, from along with Andy, the no-named Andy. Wait, people, it's kind of a tradition, because with the no-means-no, he was he who could not be named. So he is still <laughs> not to be named, except True. on the Watt Pedro show, he's totally fucking named. <laughs> and with Shrines, with Shrines. Bomb is printed after that from D.C. area, walking the beach. Andy Kerr. From his own 1998 album. You, you you gotta know the title of it. What is it? Once Bit, Twice Removed. That's it, that's it. Ah, Once Bit. Yeah, I was on. thinking I was thinking of the uh, Ian Hunter song, Once Bit and Twice Shy, with the uh, yeah, Nick yeah. Ronson. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like that. It's kind of like that, but different. Okay. And uh, uh, those two, probably the longest tune on the record, but it's a beautiful record, people. Check it out. And there's some great guitar playing. There's some Tom in there, but there's some John. It's pretty good. I love it. Hi, Reeve. After that, capitalism is in parentheses two because that first one was in one. And uh, Gareth Sager from the pop group with his uh, piano. Well, he calls it like a quartet, but it's him and the sax player. So what the fuck? Miniature O2. Uh, Joe Cardamone, brand new uh, part of the big thing he's doing. I think it's got 19 parts called Quarantina. And this is part one, Laws. And then uh, Puppet Midnight. This is a buddy. This connect from Howie. Uh, yeah. Puppets run the circus, but Nightmaster knows the score. And this is the demo. I guess it's going to be realized as a big fucking piece. And finally, Puddle from Howie Reeve. Howie, tell us about this record Hello. you and Handy just did. Well, you did half of it. The other half you did with Kentaro. Uh, with Kumio. No, Kumio. Kentaro um, wrote, well, wrote a boat. Uh, Kumio made the record. Yeah, okay. So, um, I don't know, uh, Andy can help me with this, but two or three years ago, Andy sent me a message going, do you want to do a cover version of We're All Prostitutes? And I said, yes. So it started with that, and we never really did a cover version of it. It kind of manifests <laughs> on uh, Capitalism is number three, that vignette, and that's um, just, we use that fantastic line, Capitalism is the most barbaric of all religions, but it's an improvisation underneath that. Uh, so that got us in touch with each other. And then I just said, I've got some compositions. Do you want to write on them? So um, Andy did. And obviously, I mean, the tunes were already written, but Andy composed really, really wonderfully. And uh, it changed the tunes, you know. Um, you know, they, they obviously didn't remain the same because it's a dialogue. So um, he's absolutely a co-composer. And he's got a lovely picture of his face on the back cover with his name. Um, so it just started like that, really. Okay. And then once you, so it started like a one-song deal, and then it grows into a, a, a collection of songs. So what, you bring him songs, or does he bring you songs? Uh, I, bring, I brought him six songs, and uh, it, uh, he just wrote on top of them. And as I say, they changed a little bit because, um, you know, Andy's guitar had a big effect on how I was playing. So at first he was kind of accompanying us, then he was kind of the responsible for, like, changing it. Yeah, well, it has to be a dialogue, doesn't it? Because otherwise, it's just like icing on the cake, and uh, he's mu Andy's much, much more than that. It's uh, yeah, I love what he's done. Love it. Well, so I much. can I can 
tell the listeners that I have some experience because I made a split single with you. And Ooh. the way we did it was one dude wrote each song for each side. And the other dude accompanied the other dude to help realize. Yeah. Like toast with very nice butter on it. Something like, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, uh, one, so I think what it was, was one wrote just the music and the other one, the words, and then the other guy, just the music and the words. So we combined different words with different music, right? On one side, I did a bass line and you did bass and vocals afterwards. And on the other side, you did a bass line and I did bass and vocals afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm really, a lovely thing, Matt. Thank you. So uh, it was like one guy was the springboard for one time and the other dude was a launch pad for the other. Okay. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. So uh, you kind of did that with Andy, except Andy was never the start man. No, no, I gave him. But I, I mean, I don't know if you want to say something about that, Andy. But I mean, he was he was really, really quick, and you're you're happy to do it that way, weren't you, Andy? Um, um, I was. Yeah, for me, it was. Uh, uh, it's a way for me to get out of my hermit lifestyles, just to say yes when someone asked me to do something musically, <laughs> and then I then I feel I have to do it. But it was. Uh, Writing for Howie was was different than what I how I normally write with, say, my friend Wilf or or Yos or my friend Scott in Canada, because uh, Howie's songs are very uh, arranged. There's a lot of left turns and the odd right turn. And uh, so what I had to do was compose this. I had to learn the songs from beginning to end. And then I would on my computer, I kind of just jammed around on different parts until I put them all sort of roughly together, but then I began to understand what I was doing as one song and one guitar part. And then at that point, I was ready to uh, record them. And uh, it's it it made me think differently of how I uh, how I approach playing guitar, playing Howie songs. So I'm very grateful to him uh, for that. And uh, I, it was a really lovely experience, and um, it's really 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 nice. I'm really happy how it turned out. And I think my only fear was that I was going to uh, step on Howie's musical toes, uh, but um, I wanted to sort of sneak in there and uh, add something, but without, you know, being a big uh, noisy bum, basically. It has brought so much colour to it, Mike. I mean, um, uh, I got my records physically today. I think Andy got his like Thursday or Friday, and um, I just glow with how kind of uh, vibrant it's become and. Andy's uh, just a massive part of that. He, there's so many gear changes, uh, an awful lot of sensitivity, and, and none of it's to do with virtuosity. It's just to do with like like real like instinct. You can hear, yeah, yeah. The the the, the mood of the song is always enhanced, whether it's aggressive or gentle or something else. Uh, Andy's there on it every time, and um, uh, right now I'm delighted. Uh, so so like like childish kind of childlike glee about the whole thing. Well, that was some of your fucking words on our collab. Yes, yeah, on on the the, the one one of the sides, yeah. Well, the one you wrote, the spiel. Yeah, yeah, that trip. Now, now there was no. We'll get into it later because we're at the end of the first side. First side. First hour. March one, twenty twenty one edition. What Peter? So special guest Andy Kerr. Hi, Reeve. Hold tight for hour two. March 1, yeah. 2021 is the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
It's the most barbaric. It's the most barbaric.
sempre quattro Gina dopo Okay. 
start off the second hour with yeah. Howie Reed, neighborhood haircut. Should have gave that neighborhood kid the neighborhood haircut. Yeah. And Ben Salter from Tasmania after that with 21 degrees. Pineapple Empress out of South London in the sunlight. High Reeve with Capitalism Is, and now three in a parenthesis. Morgan Delt, Backwards Bird Incorporated. Manlio Maresca, Emmanuel for Airs, I need 90. He's living in Berlin now, incredible guitar. This this guitar cat, uh, 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 Manlio, he don't use a strap. So, so he has to have a chair, you know, so he can fucking put his knee up. And, you know, that's a trip. Uh can sure play those. Sean Lennon after that, super chord. Finally, Howie Stern with... Howie Stern. Howard Stern. Howie Reeve with Folk Tales. Yep. That was a fucked up thing to call you, Howie. I apologize profusely for doing that. <laughs> I don't mind. It, it's, it's not relevant to me, so I can't take it. Yeah, why'd it's I say fine. that? Why'd I say that? Because there's hardly... I, don't, I never met that other man. And there's hardly any similarity. I've met you many, many times. And you're a Thank you. I think, I think, Howie, I would say that you're the anti-Howard Stern, yeah, if I yeah, may be so I would kind of say that. So you've got to break your fucking position. leg off okay. in my ass, please. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's get on to this thing about uh, off-air. We had a little talk, people. But this thing, of, uh, it's the power trio missing a drummer. Yeah. Uh -huh. Andy, you had some philosophy behind this. Yeah, I did. And I, I think that um, when I did Two Pin Din with my friend Wilf, uh, who's actually a great drummer, we thought, um, let's just do two guitars and see what happens. And because you only have two instruments, um, it's different than playing like a solo guitar. So you have to uh, sort of play off of each other rhythmically. You're, you're forced to do it. So you can't just have one or the other, you know, strumming along on a chord or just rumbling along in a low bass note so you rely on each other uh to create uh movement in the music and to create a uh, uh, rhythm and um and sort of counter melodies and so i think it's a it's a i would recommend for anyone to do it i mean you did the the two bass thing with uh, dos. uh with dos, yeah, yeah dos yeah and great and and you just you're forced to uh, confront a lot of limitations, but then it also forces you to uh, be imaginative. And you know, you know what our theoretical uh, anchor point was. What's that? Work the holes. Yeah. So it's yeah. sort of like I don't know if you know about electrical theory, but you know Ben Franklin said right plus to minus, and of course it goes minus to plus because electrons move. So mm. they invented this concept of the holes where the electrons are going to end up, where there's hankering for them, right? So that's <laughs> that's kind of what we did. You got to imagine hole because we're sharing such a limited space with two bases, the narrow frequency. So you got to yeah. make holes for each other. And actually, this is what bass guys have to do for most people's bands, anyways. You got to work the holes. Uh, these yeah. guys with the six, seven, eight, ten, twelve, eighteen strings, and then the band kicks in and they disappear. There's a reason why them four strings are where they are. Well, now, that's Howie, true. That is true, but I will say that for no means no, that Rob took up an awful lot of space with his oof. bass frequencies. So I basically did the opposite. I was the one filling in the holes for when there was a gap between what Rob and John were doing. And so that was my sort of role in the band is to... Um, to, well, fit, to find places to sort of 
fit in all that Sturm und Drang from uh, from Robbie's right. bass. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a tradition of that in guitar players too. It's with the R and B. The brothers playing very uh, clipped, uh, trebly staccato pieces to let uh, oh, Betty yeah. Benjamin and James Jamerson come through. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's where D Boone learned that. That's why yeah. D. Boone had a trouble thing. We learned totally from the R&B guys. But what you did with No Means No is beautiful. And what I want to say about Howie's bass playing was being an acoustic kind of thing, it has overtones that a full mm. band are going to just drown out. So you were very, very uh, political and, and, and very kind about uh, letting those overtones uh, come to the surface like they did. Yeah, I mean, oh. he's, uh, uh, Andy's really naturally sensitive as well, you know, so that um, uh, he always plays for the greater good, but but what he does is really strong in itself. And um, the, the other thing is, because I, I tour so much solo, to suddenly have a drummer, that that would be a logistically difficult. But but yeah, um, I'm, I'm really happy with it just being us two. Plus, there's a saxophone player on uh, two of the tracks as well, Kathy Hayden from France. So um, yeah, she does she does one instrumental with us, and she does an it, the uh, Capitalism one is her. Yeah, I was going to say she was on the first tune I played fucking by you today. Yeah, that was, uh, I recorded um, when, I, when I was working before lockdown, you know, before confinement back in Glasgow. There's a, in, in the concert hall I was working in, zero hours contract job, there's a horrendously squeaky lift and people in wheelchairs come up in it. And it, it sounds like, you know, the knife scene in the shower with Psycho. It's pretty funny. So I recorded it and uh, Kathy improvised alto sax along with it and, um, you know, People go like, "Is that Joe McPhee? It's really good." And it's no, it's a, it's a squeaky lift, you know. So well, everybody's um, got opinions, yeah. like you calling it uh, confinement instead of like sheltering for safety. Look, I want to play a uh, gift dynamic. Continua, cosi, continua, cosi, perché? Tesoro, tieni duro, stella, è qualcosa che sta dentro di te. Sigue luchando, sigue luchando, perché?
Farmer's cart is all that's left And sometimes it's almost enough Well, for some of us, the lucky ones Fleeting moments can buy A truer narrative
たはずのあいつが夜中に目覚ましと一緒に慌てて飛び上がる「生きているみたいに精神が飛び散ったり」「筋肉がいるみすやすやと眠らなくちゃ」昔よりも丁寧にやたらと丁寧に歩きたい」「何か手短に言わなくちゃ」「お通夜に行くなら五千円包まなくちゃ」「生きているみたいね俺いいよ言いたい」「温泉に浸かってぬる缶を飲んでみたい」昔よりも丁寧に丁寧に書いてある薄墨ですと丁寧に書いてある「実際どうよこの三文が目印なら」
for Pedro Show. That chunk of music started off with the other side of this double rainbow record with Kumio Karachi and uh, Gift Dynamic. And then yeah. uh, my buddy Nez, this is a cat from Ireland who moved to Hokkaido, the big island in the north of Japan, about, I don't know, 12 years ago. And uh, in Sapporo, the big town, he sent me a bunch of music from there. So here's some bands that are happening right now in... Sapporo, Hokkaido, Two Mountains from Meat Cop, Annihilation from Don Carnage, Car Thief School with Bloodthirsty, Bang Lang with Jison Shinketsu Kaoru, Setsu Raku, fuck up what? Okay, Slang with The Problem Still Remains, like what? Learning how to read, right? The Hatch finally with Sexy King Before Birth. And then we had Howie Reeve and Kumio Karachi with Slither. And I guess that ain't you singing in the Nihon Go. That's Brother Kumio, right? Uh, that's Kumio solo on that side. Uh, do, do you want the story behind how Kumio's on the record? Um, well, until um, I learn how to read minds. Yeah, <laughs> well... Um, 2016, I played in Fukuoka, which is on Kyushu, the, the Western Island, uh, and um, little south too. Yeah, my friend, yeah, southwest. And my, my uh, a friend, Tonchi Pickles, he saw us play, saw me play, sorry, and he said, "Ah, oh, you remind me of Kumio." Uh, in, in this, in the sleeve notes, uh, Tonchi Pickles. By the way, played with Mr. Shimmy, who played with me and brother, sister, daughter. Ah, did he? Okay, uh, with right. With Yuko and Nels Klein, yeah. He's no a, fucking world, Ah, uh, well, it's no surprise either. I love these coincidences. He's a he's a gorgeous man, and uh, he was strongly reminded of Kumio when he saw me play. So he arranged a gig for us two years later when I next came to Japan. Uh, the estuary uh, Fukuoka's on a huge estuary. It's absolutely it's a bay really, and that there's islands in the middle of it. And um, there was a storm. Uh, we, we got to the the ferry, and it's like a 10, 15 minute. Uh, thing across the ferry there was choppy water thunder and lightning we arrived on the island um, and um uh the storm stopped and two rainbows appeared that's the truth and then uh kumio Tonchi pickles and me played at this nokoniko cafe outside uh and that was the beginning of that and i was um very very strongly affected by what i saw and then um, kumio says the same and um yeah, there, there, there was a, a, a real kind of gut-feeling bond between us. Um, I feel he's like he's, he's unique and he's extremely talented. He's modest. Uh, and it's like like an arrow going through life where you're aware of things, but you still kind of go your own trajectory. You know, you're not ignorant of other things. Uh, I think he's phenomenally special. Uh, and uh, this whole record, it involves 12, 13, 14 people, you know, to make it happen. And... Uh, 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 just like Andy, just like Kathy, the saxophone player, Kumio has been an absolute dream to work with. Super easy, no ego. Just yeah, it's been brilliant. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour, March one, twenty twenty one edition. Wap Pedro show, special guest Andy Kerr. Hi, Reeve. Hold tight for hour three. March one, twenty twenty one. It's the third hour of the Wap for Pedro show. あの休みに足を運んで川辺にぽっかり減ったり込んで川辺にぽっかり座り込んで向くん
が足を冷やしてるとこ僕らが誰だか知らないくせに足の裏
production at a porn company, a big-time porn company. Her boss, Guido, and his lawyer, Mort, were trying to beat an obscenity rap. They wanted to have dinner with me. Okay, why not? Guido shows up the next night at UCLA in the biggest black limo you've ever seen. He's not alone. Right next to him is a drop-dead gorgeous porn star named Candy Bar. There's another guy in the limo, too. A dead ringer from Marlon Brando and The Godfather. He whispers, hey, Doc. Candy then extends her hand to me, beauty queen style. You know, like with the fingertips pointed down. I'm thinking, what'd I get myself into? Guido tells me we're gonna go pick up his lawyer in Beverly Hills. I'm thinking, intelligent conversation is on the way. Ford comes running out, he's about 60, wearing a suit and carrying a briefcase. Someone from the real world. Ford takes a shine to candy. Guido notices that and says, hey, I got the photos from the shoot today. Want to see him? Hell yeah, says Mort. Mort was studying him like Google Maps, saying stuff like, wow, this one is great. And, oh, I love this one too. Can you believe that? The lawyer? We pull up to the curb at Palm's Restaurant on Santa Monica Boulevard in Hollywood. Guido tells the driver to take Candy to Rodeo Drive for a shopping spree. When we get into this restaurant, it's clear that Guido has booked the entire place for the four of us. We start talking about obscenity law, all the famous Supreme Court cases, Roth, Stanley, Miller. Then we move on to feminist theory of obscenity, McKinnon, Dworkin. By the time we're done, I'm thinking, this could be interesting. After dinner, we walk out to the limo. Guido's pissed about something. I mean, real pissed. He asks the driver, hey, where the hell's candy? The driver says, sorry, boss. I took her back to your place. Fuck, Guido says. Then he turns to Mort and I, as if he's made the worst faux pas in the entire world. I was gonna have her blow you guys! Shit, Mort says, I would've loved that. Then the Marla Brando guy whispers to me, she would've loved it. I look at these guys and say, no thanks. Here's the curious part. 
I worked for these guys for 10 years. 10 fucking years. There were no more porn stars, no more sexual favors, no sexual offers. I think the whole thing was a setup. A test. I guess I passed that test. And it worked pretty well for me. Blow you guys, I was gonna have her Blow you 
This is Kintaro. Huh? Kintaro rides a boat. Kitaro, the the um, he's the figure from Shigeru Mizuki. He's a, a manga yokai character with yeah. one eye. Yeah. Kintaro. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Kintaro rides a boat. Kumio Karachi, the sound that made my year. Grand champion, crying for Kafka, humbled by the king of porn. WSR subside, blister on the moon from mouthpiece. That's out of Ireland. No H, right? Mount Peace. I think it's a U.S. guy, uh, ex-patriot. Ben 80 from, uh, what's that part by Leeds called? Uh, York. Yeah. Uh, Halifax is the town, huh? Ben Addy with uh, Careless Love. I played some working men's clubs up there. With, like, the accents, right, on both sides of the valley are different. Hebron Bridge and uh, Salberry Bridge. They're like five miles apart, and they can tell each other's accent. <laughs> Trippy. The five o'clock siren, High Reeve and Kumio Karachi. So now, you told me how you and Andy's tunes came together. How did you and Kumio's tunes come together? Uh, on Kumio's side, it's just him solo. He he plays everything. Uh, I'm not involved. That's just a, that's just him on the other side alone. And even like on the five o'clock siren, he plays drums, cello, guitar, and sings. Um, yeah, I I, so, okay. I just have no involvement there. Yeah. No, no, you do have involvement because you put it on the fucking other side of your record with Andy. So it's, you gotta have some involvement. Yeah, but uh, other. <laughs> I don't think he bum rushed it, right? Do you remember this band called Playing? I think they were Playing Field. They were out of the city, and they made their album with the same cover of one of Jella Biafra's no. <laughs> records. Yeah, they used the same fucking cover. <laughs> okay, I don't think Kumio did that. Okay, so you, you, why did you think that this should come together with Andy? Uh, I, I just have a, like I said earlier, I just have a real bond with him, and uh, like we we've played together a couple of times now, and uh, he was up for it. Uh, as I say, I'm I'm really affected by him, and I, we have some kind of kinship. So I mean, everything I do, it, it, there's kind of friendship involved, and a like of the person. So that applies to Andy, to Kathy, it applies to the people who put my records out. You know, it's. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just really, that's the leveller. And uh, obviously, it's a massive bonus if they're uh, great musicians. But, but I would hope so yeah. it's about friends yeah. and not some fucking management deal in Hollywood or some <laughs> shit. I mean, but oh, so, so in a way, what this record is, is kind of a split record where you have two groups. Yes. Okay, okay. I'm a slow learner, Howie. It's all right. <laughs> but it sinks in deeply once you've got it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> okay, I'm a slow learner. So it's almost like two bands on the same record with each band having a side. Yeah, yeah. and one of them's a solo artist. Yeah, but yes, basically, yes. And one's a yeah. duet that had some lady play some sax, too. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yes. It's like, you know what it's like, Mike? It's Go like ahead, the, it, in the... In the beginning, there was rhythm by the slits on one side and where there's a 
Will, There's Got to Be a Way on the Other Side by the Pop, pop group. group. Right. That's a great single. So, split, split single. This is a split album. You same, know what? Okay. Same concept. You brought up that fucking single. And the, the, the slit one, The Lady Passed Away, by the way. Yeah. Right? Terrible. But there's a great line she wrote. She goes, silence is a rhythm, too. Yes. 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 Very Cajun. Yeah. Yeah, but I won't want to say that because that's a man. And, you know, men are always taking credit for shit. But just as the, 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 that was such a beautiful thing. Uh, again, uh, that, that whole single is beautiful, both well, sides. No, well, I mean, uh, relating to the concept of playing the holes. Silence is yeah. a rhythm. Y yeah, because everybody thinks, you know, music is a, a, an active thing, right? You make a sound, but you also leave out sounds. Yeah, yeah. That's how you yeah. make rhythms. That's how you make syncopations, right? If it was always full, there'd be no, uh, you know, da -da -da -da, no uh, incremental pieces. It'd be all one big hump coming out the toothpaste tube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I want to play here uh, Daruma of Asso. You know Daruma, right, Howie? Uh, I've never met him personally. <laughs> well, they're little clay things yeah. they put by the hatch. He brought uh, Buddhism yes. to Japan around six or 700 AD. And when you yeah. get your wish uh, come true, they paint the eyeball in. Correct. Oh, 
さ梅雨がかゆい空も近い靴がぴったり腰もしっかり「すみずみもはやくシャツもまっしろ」「一年生パブレック」「朝がよごれるぞ」「月曜を「あんなにすべてかき混ぜるなんて」「あんなにすべてかき混ぜるなんて Music for this edition of the Pedro Show. Daruma Vaso, Kumio Karachi, Shmirth, Shearsmith, and Watt. This is the Xenocratic AMM All Stars 
with me on base. Uh, it's these people in South London that asked me to contribute <coughs> during this uh, situation. Uh, a lot of trading files, so I'm part of this uh, collab. Death of Samantha after that from Cleveland. This was uh, Cobra Verde before. Well, a couple members. Good Friday, John Pekovich especially. Take two edit. Uh, Tunnels in the Air, Lewis Cole featuring Thundercat. Uh, incredible bass man. My Dolls out of Texas, all ladies. Walls of Tunisia from old days. And Mechanica brand, uh, Mechanica Classica out of uh, Valencia in Spain. Brand new. Uh, Desda Manana. And finally, High Reeve and Kumio Karachi, year one in public. You know what? I'm, I'm going to rename these. These should be just Kumio Karachi songs. <laughs> They, they are. They are. I, oh, I know. But if you look at the fucking... Yeah, but, yeah. but Howie, if you look at the album cover, it don't say that. It says Howie Reed. Yes, it and does. Kumio. Yes, it does. Look, look on the back cover. You'll see it. Oh, yeah, he's got... Yeah, yeah, he's the minutiae and this fucking little... And the fucking yeah, little... I, I yeah, think they for his wonderful stuff. If you let me talk, I'll say why I'm no, fucking that, confused. No, that's your thing. <laughs> right, go ahead. Sorry. Are you really? Or are you just saying yeah. Now look, if you say it's on an insert, you can't see that thing till you buy it. Okay. So uh, he's on the back cover. He's okay, on the back okay. cover. But you did say like insert. You did say <laughs> insert. But the title yeah. is High Reeve and Kumio Karachi. Okay, double rainbow. Yeah. Because so, we're on look, a I know I'm wrong. I'm, I know I'm wrong. But please have some compassion for why I might be wrong. Because you didn't make it that clear. Okay. Okay. I know I'm well, wrong. You could have named the album Separate Rainbows. Two separate rainbows. <laughs> or, or, or you could have said Double Record. One side Howie Reeve and Andy Kerr. One side Kumio Karach. Or you could leave it the way it is and say, Watts a dumb fuck who needs to learn how to fucking learn shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Look, uh, it's a beautiful fucking record. I'm glad whoever so did it <laughs> did it. And however it came together, actually said it was 14 people that brought it together. Yeah. Well, with record labels and engineers and loan of a studio, yeah, yeah, the real don't, collective. Don't yeah. don't forget the assistant hair tech. Yeah, and the the toilet roll bio and all of that. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. It's, you know, pay no attention to that or those people behind the curtain from the Wizard of Oz, right? Uh, appearance is nine tenths of the law. I I I, I you know I, I listened to the thing. Uh huh. And I did not read the credits close enough, so I, you know I, I'm, I'm wrong about that. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's fine. It's, thank you so much for having me and Andy. Okay. Oh, now, what, about, what about what about? Because we only got a little time left. What about future plans? It's just just a, what they say in England. One off. Uh, maybe I I don't know. Howie's just written a, a coda and and another. End part to uh, gift dynamic, isn't that so, Mister Reed? It, it is. How I describe Andy is uh, <laughs> a, 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 a fantastic holiday fuck. I want to see again. Uh, <laughs> I knew you're going to say it. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think there's a, I think there's a lot more in the tank, but we we'll just, I'd love to. I think, um, yeah, uh, we we did three gigs in Holland uh, late 2019, and I, I went to Andy's house and. It was like being a teenager again, just practicing in his bedroom. And he had all the songs. It took us two hours to try the set, you know, probably less. Um, so I hope there's more. But uh, 
nobody's twisting anyone's arm. I do hope there's more, though. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think what you did here was great, man. And, Thank and, you so much. And, uh, you know, these things are documents. You're here when we're gone, so it's good you do it. The gigs are important, too, but they go into the air. So, so thanks for making this document here. And uh, and how mu music is used for bringing people together. It's just fucking mm. happening. Yeah. And Howie, you prove that. Andy, you prove that. Yeah. Thank you both, truly. A pleasure. Well, pleasure to you. you. Okay. Yeah. People, it's been the March 1, 2021 Dishwap Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.